I want to tell you here that you almost need to be obsessed if you want to achieve a level of greatness like many of the greats I'm talking about, many of my clients, or even myself, I've achieved greatness in marketing and business. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. Welcome back to another episode of Living the Red Life. Today, I'm going to give you some of the best, the biggest, the most insightful and crazy lessons I've learned from hanging around with celebrities, Olympic athletes, the best of the best in the world, billionaires, and some of the greats that you follow every day on social media, some of the greats you watch on TV, your favorite movies, or maybe you see on TV in your favorite sport, right? So I'm fortunate as a celebrity marketer, half of my business, if you don't know, is hanging out and building brands online with celebrities. If you don't know, I'm very fortunate, if you don't know, to spend half of my life with some of the biggest, best, and most crazy characters in the world, the celebrities. Half of my brand, half of my time is building online brands, monster brands, for some of the most famous A-listers, athletes, uh, influencers, experts, and authorities on the planet. And this is pretty cool, not just because it sounds cool like you would think, but also most of these people have achieved the top 0.01%. Arguably, they are the best in the world, several of them, in what they do. And you get to see a lot of traits, similarities, and lessons from these people, whether it's a billionaire, an Olympic gold medalist, um, someone like Floyd Mayweather, a pro champion, uh, a billionaire like Richard Branson, right? Um, a motivational mindset expert like Les Brown, a character like Hulk Hogan. You get to see behind the scenes how they think, act, operate. And I want to share some of these takeaways. And there's several celebrities I can't name because of my NDAs, but I will still give you some of the lessons, okay? Some of the ways they operate, some of the ways they think and function, right? And some of the traits I see in common. So the first one I want to start off with, and it might be obvious, but you have to be reminded of it, is obsession. Now, most people think obsession is bad. They say obsession is bad. You grow up going, you're obsessed with this, it's bad. Everything I've ever done in life, and I notice this now, I've always been obsessed in, and I'm a very extreme. So I go from, you know, loving a sport, obsessed in it, two years later, another sport, two years later, online gaming, two years later, building the business, two years later, fitness, two years later, running nightclub events. So everything throughout my life has become obsessions, right? And one of the biggest traits I see in all of the celebrities I work with is an obsession around what they do. And even the celebrities I don't work with, right? If you look at some of the best NBA basketball players in the world, I'm a basketball fan. They live and breathe basketball. They're either playing it, they're hanging out at games, or they're training for it, or they're analyzing old games or plays, they're talking about it, or they're dreaming about it. So everything revolves around the thing, the obsession, right? And, and this, merge, this character merge happens with all celebrities, okay? Hulk Hogan, right? It's like he still speaks like Hulk Hogan when you're with him by yourself, right? Because it kind of merges. Floyd Mayweather, we're on set filming, and he's obsessed with money still. He's Money Mayweather, right? He's talking about, we're filming a, a, an episode and we're pausing halfway through because he's looking at another deal or, or some money stuff, right? So these people, they kind of merge into what they become and they have this obsession, right? So I want to tell you here today that it's okay to be obsessed. I want to tell you here that you almost need to be obsessed 
if you want to achieve a level of greatness, like many of the greats I'm talking about, many of my clients, or even myself, I've achieved greatness in marketing and business. I've built uh, many, many companies past a million, a couple past 10 million, which puts me in the, I think like 0.001% of the of every business in the world. And by the age of 30, that would probably put me in like a 0.0001% category, right? We won the Inc. 5000, one of the fastest growing companies in the whole of America. So that obsession has helped me become successful at such a young age, and I know it will help you. Now, people that don't understand that, people that aren't built for greatness, trying to achieve greatness, care about greatness, average people, they won't understand obsession. And they will try and talk you out of it because to them, obsession is a negative condescension. It's something like alcohol obsession, drug obsession, right? Which is bad. So they won't understand obsession in your pursuit, your passion, which can be good, right? And of course, like everything in life, there's a, there's a line in the sand where it can become unhealthy in other parts of your life, right? If you're too focused on business and your relationship goes to crap, then that, you know, with your children, that's a problem, right? So there's obviously, I'm not saying don't balance your obsession to keep other key parts of your life in check. But with that in mind, as long as that's happening, you should be all in with your business. You should be all in with your goals, okay? And don't be afraid to be obsessed with the thing you're most passionate about, okay? Number two, and I've already led into it, is living the character, living the dream, okay? So like I mentioned, many of the celebrities I hang out with, they are the person that they're also, you, you know, represent as a celebrity and an actor, right? I, I work with a lot of actors, movie stars. They're a merge of the person. And, and there's also many reference of this on set when you look at other celebrities when they play a critical role, um, like Batman, right? Or the Joker, or I think um, there's a few other references. I think Wesley Snipes and Blade, right? There's, there's many references where once they're on set, they become the character even when the camera's not live. They're getting in the character. And eventually over time, especially many of the wrestlers I, I've worked and met, many of the most famous WWE wrestlers, their, the character continues. I went for dinner with Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio still has his famous mask on at dinner, right? So, and, and people always ask me, Rudy, do you wear the red when you're out of the office? I'm like, yeah, I do. Do you wear the red when you walk your dogs? Yeah, most of the time I do, right? So don't worry if the thing you become obsessed about, your thing, blends into who you are. It's not a bad thing, okay? I remember having dinner with Les Brown and I brought my team with me. And one of my staff from the UK that isn't, you know, a, a mega Les Brown fan and didn't grow up listening to him like many of us in America do, right? It's not as, it is worldwide, but not as common. In the UK, personal development seem, seems a little strange to most. Uh, one reason I left. And he goes, so Les, what do you do outside of speaking and motivation? He goes, well, I speak. I talk about motivation and mindset. And he goes, yeah, but what, what when you're not doing that? Uh, and Les can really answer the question because when you reach this level of greatness, right, this level of, of mastery, that becomes who you are. So for Les Brown, this he is Les Brown. He's not Les Brown when he gets on stage. He's Les Brown all the time. He rings me, we speak almost every day. And he, you know, he answers the call like you would imagine a YouTube video, right? Same for Hulk Hogan or someone else, okay? Many of my celebrity friends and obviously the celebrities I'm in business with, they all have this character in, in and offset, in and out of the pitch, right? Or the, the court, depending on what sport they're playing. 
So number one, obsession. Number two, become the thing you want to become. Become the character. If you want to be a wealth expert, then go all in on being a wealth expert. If you want to be a comedian, then you should be funny most of the time, okay? So, and of course, it's a little, it's okay to switch it up a whole new level when you're on set. I'm not saying you always have to be as extravagant, but it's okay to merge with the thing you want to become. And it's called, that's called living the lifestyle, right? Uh, and that's generally the most sustainable. If you're into fitness, right, it's easier to just be passionate about health and fitness and eat good all the time versus two weeks before a photo shoot having to do a crash diet because you eat like crap and now you've got to get a back in shape for a photo shoot. And that's when you see the most successful fitness bodybuilders, fitness influencers, fitness models, the space I came from 10, 12 years ago, they live and breathe it. They become the character. They're always all in. And now most people don't like that. They say they're obsessed, which they are, but that's their goals. That's their dreams. That's what they enjoy. Most of those people are more passionate about it than most people in life that have no passion. Whoa, 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 wait a second. Before we go into the rest of this episode, I'm gonna interrupt abruptly and just ask you one big favor. I hope you're getting a ton of value, a ton of knowledge. I hope you're getting some breakthroughs from myself and the guests, and I want one thing in return. What I would love is for you to subscribe and leave a review. The reviews and the subscription grows the podcast. It allows me to bring you even better guests. It allows me to invest even more time and money into this podcast to bring you the latest and greatest, the best entrepreneurs from around the world that are crushing life, crushing their business and giving you all the tools, the mindset hacks, the knowledge and the environment you need to be successful. So do me a favor, if you've got any amount of value from today's episode so far or any previous episode or any of the content I've done, it would mean the world to me if you hit a five-star review, give us your feedback on the show, the episodes and subscribe and download. Plus, if you do that and send me a screenshot on Instagram at Rudy Moore Life, I will send you a bunch of my free training, marketing courses, sales courses worth $499. Yes, $500 worth of courses for a simple 30-second review. It would mean the world to me. Send me that screenshot. I would love for you to leave that review, and I would appreciate it very, very much so we can keep growing this show and make it awesome. So let's get back into the episode. I appreciate you guys, and let's dive back in. So number one, become obsessed. Number two, don't be afraid to go all in and live the character, live the dream, okay? Number three, the next thing, value your time. All of the celebrities I'm friends with, partners with, we're very good at saying no. We're very good at valuing our time. We're very good at knowing what our time's worth, right? Many of the celebrities I, I work with, I'm partnered with, you want to have dinner with them? Sure, no problem, it's 50 to 100K. You want to film with them for an hour, have them on your stage? No problems, 50 to 100K, maybe some more, right? So all of these celebrities, they know the value of their time. They know what they're worth. Many entrepreneurs don't, entrepreneurs don't know this, okay? They don't understand this and they don't value their time correctly. So many people listening here today, you're, you're spending a ton of time on stuff you shouldn't be. I often talk about this. I've got a podcast on the time optimization piece where you should only be working on stuff that is of equal or higher value than what you would charge hourly. So if I charge, say, a few thousand dollars, generally about $5,000 an hour, sometimes up to $10,000 an hour, then I'm not going to work on something that I could delegate for $50. So when, when I move house, I have nothing to do with it. I actually sometimes go away for two days because I don't want the stress. When we put up, you know, $50,000 of Christmas decorations here in the office, and at my house, I didn't want anything to do with it. 
Why? Because I knew I would help because I like putting up Christmas decorations and I like to get stuff done. I'm an action taker. But I knew if I did that, it was harming my business because it wasn't a high ROI for my time. Same when we move house. I like to get it all done. I'll help. I'll chip in. I don't, I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. But I've actually learned that's a bad thing. And most people will judge me and go, oh, it's great. You just make everyone do all this stuff. You won't even help. Even my wife sometimes says, why won't you help? But I'm very disciplined because I know it won't serve where I want to go. I have to protect my time to reach that pinnacle level of success, to be the best of the best. So number three, save and respect your time. Okay, cut people off, be stern, be disciplined. Don't be talked in. I could easily get persuaded and, oh, Rudy, you don't help with moving everything. That's bad. That makes you a bad person. I go, no, it doesn't make me a bad person. It makes me a successful person because I know what my time's worth and I'm going to hire other people to do it, okay? So become disciplined with your time. That's the third and probably one of the most important traits I see in all these successful people. Number four, deal flow. Every celebrity, every partner I work with, even myself, insane deal flow. There's always opportunities, always new deals, always hustling, always on the move. Figure out how to create more deals. Now, one thing you'll learn, I work with the Sharks from Shark Tank. They're a great example of this. They'll tell me really straight up, one out of 20 will be ultra successful, a few will work, most will bomb. That's just how it is. Same when I speak to billionaires. Even the same with celebrities, right? Some of the celebrities I build brands with, They've tried it 10 more times in the past and it's failed and that's okay. But maybe the time with me, it'll be successful. Maybe the time with me, it won't, right? That's just how business is. Some of the celebrities I've made multi millions of dollars. Some of them, it's not quite worked out how we hope. that's business. But there's always deal flow. There's always opportunity. There's always, let's try it, right? If it makes sense on paper, if it may, how do I protect my downside? But if it makes sense, let's try it, right? So there's insane deal flow opportunities, always creating it, always looking for the right opportunity, but also knowing when is the right time. So I have a lot of celebrities where I'll speak to them about Joe Rogan podcast. I'll speak to them about a Netflix documentary, right? I can't mention who it is, but I spoke to them about a Netflix documentary and he's like a super famous actor in Marvel. He's like, yeah, he's ringing me all the time to do a Netflix documentary with him. And I always keep telling him no because he knows that it's not quite the right time for him to do that documentary because he doesn't have anything to maybe use it for. Another uh, client, a celebrity client of mine, just had a big Netflix documentary. Again, I can't say who it is, but he could have done this 10 years ago, right? But maybe now he knew it was the right time. So it's about creating mass opportunity, mass deal flow partnerships, but also knowing when to strike. When is the right time? With us, with us entrepreneurs, when we start, we get happy and we go, yes, 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 yes. But sometimes it's like, maybe. Yes, I'm interested, but it's not the right time right now. And we've had this many times where eventually we know it's the right time and we go back to it, okay? So figure out how do I create more deal flow? How do I create more opportunities? Part of it is hustle, guys, which is number five. The next one I'm going to talk about, hustle. These people never stop. Some of my celebrity clients are in their 70s. They outwork most of you people listening to this, most 20-year-olds, okay? They outwork them still. They're always go, go, go. And they never stop. They don't get complacent on the money. Some of these celebrities I'm partners with, they don't need any more money. <laughs> they made hundreds of millions of dollars. But they have that drive, okay, that hustle about them that they had when they were 20 that made them successful at 70. So keep the hustle, okay? Don't get lazy. Because guess what? When you get lazy, you get knocked off. That's what happens, okay? There's 
There's not many people at the top, but there's not much room at the top either. And everyone below you, when you're at the top, is coming for your place. Just remember that. I've learned that from these celebrities, right? So always remember someone's coming after you. Someone's, you're in a race whether you like it or not. Someone's coming for first place. And never lose your hustle because when you do, that's when everything falls apart. And I don't mean just the business. Many of the celebrities I know, they've told me, hey, really, when I, when I sold or when I had a big exit or when I had a big film or I made a bunch of money or retired, that's actually when my life got worse because I had lost the big thing I was passionate and obsessed about and I started getting myself in trouble. I started making bad decisions, right? So the hustle never ends and the hustle is what keeps people successful, okay? And also it's what a lot of them have for passion, right? It gives them purpose. So don't be afraid to hustle. Understand, right? Some people say, oh, you don't need to hustle. That's not true, right? Can you be smart about what you do? Build big team systems operations? Of course, but you should still be hustling around that, right? Okay, now does that mean that everything else in your life has to go to crap? No. Some of the celebrities I know, they're very well balanced in terms of family and stuff too, right? And health. Many of the celebrities care a lot about their health, okay? So, don't think that you have to compromise on everything. You do have to compromise. You can't be the best in the world and have everything perfect, okay? There will be things in your life that go down when the things go up. That's part of life. But the disciplined person can juggle many balls and keep many things afloat. They won't all be perfect, but they'll be afloat, okay? So number five, fifth and final one for today is hustle. Don't ever give up on the hustle. The hustle is what makes us beginner entrepreneurs successful. It's made what made me successful. And about a year ago, I actually noticed the hustle was starting to go because I'd got to this weird point in my business where everything was running without me and I didn't really like know what to do when I went home at night. I used to hustle and work all the time. And then I said, well, my superpower is networking and all those things and marketing. So I moved myself to Miami and I went back into the marketing a little more of my business. And so now I work more in the evenings, whether it's at an event, at a dinner, you know, a speaking event or a party or a dinner party or... I start to get a little more involved in the marketing. I'm not writing landing pages or running all the ads again, but I'm starting to look more, give ideas, give feedback, because I know that hustle's what got me here and it's what I need to get me there. And when I stopped doing this for a few months, my business started to go backwards and I felt that I was, I almost felt I was getting old. It was drying up a little. I knew I had to get in a new, bigger environment and that's what led me to Miami. Anyways, off topic with that, but that's the fifth and final one, the hustle, okay? So there you have it, a few lessons from many of my celebrity friends, partners, um, people I hang out with, right? These are the best in the world at what they do. They're many of them, as you know, right? They're super famous. You know who they are. If you followed me, if not, you can go on my Instagram and figure it out pretty easily. And uh, I hope you took some of those lessons away and you're going to reflect and start implementing their core principles, core principles of success in life, but also things that not everyone will understand because let's face it, most people aren't successful. Most people aren't the top 0.001%. Most people never will be. They don't have the mindset. And when they see someone that is, they get jealous because they know that is not them and they know they can't achieve that. Don't let that happen to you. Take these lessons and use these lessons for greatness. Until next time, keep living the red life and I'll see you guys soon. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life.